the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Pretty interesting. Virtual debates. First female black vice president. Last year, we had a first female run as president. Time before that, we had a first black man. Times are changing in America. That's a good thing, not a bad thing. The change seems very, very slow. One thing that is not very slow is how consistently Wall Street does in good times and bad. Stocks are rising despite worse than expected jobless claims. In the end, Facebook needs you to have a computer or a phone, electricity. We need jobs, even for the companies that don't really charge anything. We need people to be able to spend with advertising. Advertisers need people with jobs. That's really how our economy works, people with jobs. You don't go on vacation unless you have a job. You don't get married and have a baby unless you have a job, in theory. So I almost want to retract that one Um, because that one's not always true. More workers file for jobless claims than expected. That wasn't the best way to start the day. But again, I think it's indicative of the truth. I think we recovered a lot of the easy jobs. Now we're going to have to recover a lot of the harder jobs to come back. And companies are saying, look, I don't need full-time staff. I could could work on part-time staff. And that's why we're losing jobs now. Again, it's not out of control. But it's not going in the right direction either. I would say slowly grinding down. Um, Interesting stuff. There's a a headline that I want to get to later, but I have to get to it now. The CEO of SoulCycle, um, she started a craze. She she did really good. Um, kind of got people together on bicycles, and they they do them in swimming pools, and they do them in clubs, and uh, you scream with other people riding with you, but you're acting like you're dancing when you're riding. She just got fired after expensing fifty one hundred dollars in Dior bags. Um, now the whole culture of executives at SoulCycle are leaving the company. Interesting, right? Corporate culture does have its place and time to talk about in investing. The WeWork guy, um, he was a little too hippie, a little too girl walking around New York City without shoes on. Uh, Elon Musk is pretty eccentric, talking about marijuana, talking about going to Mars. Talking about he can't happy he can't be happy unless he's in love. Okay, okay. Some interesting news out there today. The Dow Jones Industrial Average got some good news out of the old IBM. 
It's up 11%, probably carrying the, the market today on some levels. IBM said it's going to spit off its IT infrastructure business into a new public company so that IBM can make more focus on cloud computing. IBM, man. History is not going to be nice to IBM. Back in the 70s and 80s, they started putting together men in suits. And these men in suits started talking about the future and computers and how you're going to be able to use the grid, them for your business. And they started making computers. The 8086, um, I think it was an IBM machine. I, I know we had an IBM computer at home, and it was big, and it was loud. The reason I'm bringing that up is because they called. They said, we don't really want to do the operating system. We don't really want to do the semiconductor. We just want to sell them to businesses and install them and maintain them. Microsoft said, no problem. We can help you on that operating system thing. Intel said, no problem. We can help you on the semiconductor thing. And that's when the Wintel platform grew in power out of IBM's bad bet, bad understanding. Companies investing in what it's called cognitive computing systems. I've never really gotten a good grasp on the, the business functionality of Watson. I've seen it tried to be applied to businesses. It doesn't seem to work for me. In um, Oh, the pieces click together. I'm going to invest in that. I've never invested in IBM. Um, IBM's information technology businesses service software units amongst the largest in the world. IBM's placed less emphasis on hardware, maintaining enterprise servers, and data storage product lines uh, that are amongst the industry leaders. And yet we never talk about them on this show. But they're helping the market today because they're saying, we're going to spin off one division so we could focus on another division. Regeneron Pharmaceuticals is seeking emergency use authorizations for its antibody cocktail that President Trump used based on the experience with the cocktail and other therapies. Um, Regeneron is trying to rush this to market. Remember how President Trump got it? It's $100,000 of treatment. They take some of your own antibodies out. And they kind of take them to a lab, and they kind of grow them, and then they inject you that way. I think that's how it's done. So, what strike while the iron's hot if you're Regeneron, right? I give them credit for this one. The most famous person in the world, in theory, Miley Cyrus, no, um, President Donald Trump, gets COVID, takes it, and feels 20 years younger. If that's not a commercial, what is? I know you're saying, but it's medicine, Rob. We don't know if it's going to kill babies. I know. Costco and McDonald's had better than expected um, same store results, same store sales, SSS. Domino's Pizza and Morgan Stanley had better than expected earnings. I knew Domino's Pizza was going to do well. They make the best commercials right now. They make a delicious, delicious looking pizza, questionable if it's tasty. I know there's people from the East Coast. I know there's people from Chicago. I know I know the argument. I know the argument. It's pretty cheap food. You could usually get two large, two-topping pizzas for $19. And that should feed six people, in theory, or one teenage boy. But they seem to be in the right place. And their commercial's like, look, our drivers never even touch it. They don't even breathe on it. Comes out of the oven, goes into a box. In theory, everything in the oven dies, right? Anyhow, 
Initial claims for the week ending October 3rd decreased by 9,000 to 840,000. That's still a very, very high number. We're not back to normal until that number's down to 350 or 400,000. And then again, we may never get back to normal. I need to throw that caveat in there is that our workforce may have changed. I was watching a Stanford professor give a speech last night talking about he really thinks that we have to get back to work, that working from home is not going to be productive for an economy. President Trump is saying on Fox News this morning that he will use tariffs against China in a second term. That's bad for growth. That's bad for the stock market. But I get it. I get what this is all about. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. Let's talk investing. One of the big stock ideas, one of the big winners, in my opinion, during COVID-19, the spring and summer shutdown, has to be considered... um, Netflix, right? So Netflix did a great job of, they've been buying documentaries from um, shows, from award shows, from uh, uh, kind of like movie houses, uh, getting in, getting into movies. They're they're not big budget. They're typically a small budget. And they're anyway. Wall Street is loving Netflix right now because do you remember last week we talked about um, you probably won't be back to normal until you see a James Bond movie in a theater because they keep protecting that baby. Warner Brothers does. They keep pushing it back a little further. It looks like spring of 2021, summer of 2021 is when we'll be back in movie theaters in bulk. Maybe earlier, maybe this Regeneron Pharmaceuticals, maybe a vaccine comes in, I don't know. But that gives Netflix a long runway to land this puppy in a better place. So Wall Street's digging it. Wall Street's loving on Netflix. The stock was up 6% yesterday. It was one of the big winner-winner chicken dinners. An analyst raised his price target on it to $650. I didn't get to see his research report till after I was off the show. And his, his simple thought is two things. Movies keep getting pushed back, and Netflix is about to raise prices again. Wow. That's 22% upside for one of the most popular, greatest stocks of all time. It's kind of a Robin Hood stock, you know, where young kids today will buy it because they use it. Young kids today will, you know, they get the functionality of investing in what you use. But when they saw Dune and Batman being pushed back by one year, cinemas are in a tough space right now. And the janitor right now who's got the broom cleaning up everything the big movie theaters are dropping is, is Netflix. And it, it there's actually another call out there today from an activist investor, Dan Loeb, telling Disney, please don't pay your $3 billion in dividends this year. Instead, pump that money into Disney+. Plus. It'll create more shareholder value. Do you see what's happening? The stay-at-home things are working still. They probably got another six-month reprieve when Europe and the President of the United States got COVID. 
if you take a look at the numbers that are coming out, and I'm not looking with great detail right now, um, is it infections or is it cases? Or is it they're exploding? Is it deaths that are exploding or is it cases that are exploding? Is it better testing than the cases? I don't care. All I can tell you is it looks like you know when James Bond moves, it just extends the runway for Netflix. The one thing that's going for them is studios clearly view distributing through the cinemas as so important for them in order to recoup their investments in tentpole movies. Um, they don't just want to send them straight to video. Big blockbusters, big, 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 big blockbusters, and they don't want to stream them. They want people to go to the movie theaters. Let's all go to the movies because you get a family of four paying, you know, ten bucks a ticket or movie tickets, ten bucks. I don't go often enough, and when I do, I seem to always get the showing in those 3D big headsets, uh, big rocking seats, and those are always like twenty bucks. I'm like, Ugh. so I don't know what a movie costs anymore. <laughs> Or can you even just buy a regular movie seat anymore? Uh, not this year. So movie uh, people who produce movies, they want to distribute them through the movie theaters. Disney, they've decided to delay the release altogether of some Disney projects. Um, the release dates are not being pushed straight to big screens. They did that this summer with Hamilton. Um, they bought an original, I guess, cast performance for lack of having no interest in watching Hamilton. Alexander Hamilton, not my thing. Um, Alexander Hamilton. Oh. Alexander Hamilton. If we can get this guy to follow me around and sing my name like that, I'm in. What a voice, right? And he's an actor. Wow. Uh, so people want to go back out as the thought by movie theaters. Studios clearly have an interest in releasing through cinemas. And their bet is vaccine. So I, I don't think, you know, uh, Regeneron's treatment, which helps sick people get better, I don't think that movie theaters and the distributors, essentially, let's just say Sony, Time Warner, they're the big ones, right? Who are releasing movies? Disney. They don't really, really want to go straight to video. It kind of worked with Hamilton because they did it on a 4th of July and they got crazy amount of signups. And then they just did the live action Mulan and that did really, really well, but probably not as well as the movie theater. And then to Disney Plus. So there's this talk that you can buy Netflix and it still has 22% upside from these levels. You mix in an activist investor telling Disney Plus, please don't give the shareholders money. A lot of widows are counting on that money. I love that I own Disney, and I, they give me money every 90 days for being a shareholder. So when you take your bratty kids to the parks, if you ever do that again, I'm making money. And I'm all stoked about it. So that's out there. So think about that a little bit with the runway being extended. And if this ever plays out again, another pandemic or epidemic in your life, you'll know the playbook. It's being written for you, and you can see it. Roku had a big day yesterday, a huge day. But you know who had the best day? 
GoPro. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. When watching the 6 o'clock nightly news with Tom Brokaw, Tom Brokaw, I wouldn't mind if they reported on the S&P versus the Dow. Because I don't really see the Dow as important. Bugs me that I have to talk about it. I know you're saying, grow up black, just do it. Uh, the Russell 2000, the story there that they're the big winner as far as the indices go, they've had a nice month of September and start to October. Um, what I'm trying to imply here is that small cap companies based in the United States, we are appreciating as uh, with our investment dollars right now. And that's a good thing. Again, I like spreading the wealth. I like moderation in moderation. Um, I'm more of a middle kind of guy than an end. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Does that sounds dirty and sexual? Oh, look at the middle on him. Phrasing? Uh, I don't know what to say. I don't even know what that, that drop was there. But the 10-year Treasury is sitting at 77 basis points, telling me the economy should be getting better than it was when the 10-year Treasury was at 50 basis points, which is good because it, it feels like we're still kind of in, we need jobs or stimulus, and it feels like we're going to get some stimulus, and slowly the jobs are coming back, slowly. Um, but when the market's at 50 basis points on the 10-year Treasury, it's, tell, it's telling you we are one step away from losing our minds. It's, it's Your next investment is a shotgun and... Well, ammo. When you're at 50 basis points, it's not leading to a good place when it's going to 40, 30, 20. With that said, it's part of the story that you have to piece together on a day-by-day basis when you do this kind of work for a living. So jobless claims not great this morning. Um, in all actuality, they were very blah. We're still firing a lot of people and sending them to unemployment. A lot of jobs that were furloughed are becoming permanent. Um, let's see. What do we have here? Um, California is working through a lot of backlog claims. That's interesting. So it's probably a little bit more indicative of things are worse than expected because California is so big. $18,000 a year. Here's a question for you. Could you live off $18,000 a year? I need an answer. I'll even up it. I'll give you $18,168 a year. That's what you get for Social Security. That's what the average recipient got last year. If you're married, it's slightly more. There's a distinct possibility that benefits will have to get cut in the future. It's not a great possibility because, let's face it, politicians want to be reelected. And if they were the guy on the watch, if they were your senator, your House of Representatives, a, a president under your watch, that your pension got cut, your pension being your Social Security, um, you may say, I'm an old man. You can't do that to me. But the way they typically do it, they go, oh, no, no, no. Everyone who currently gets $18,163 will still get it. But Rob, who's 10 years away from taking Social Security, he's only going to get 16000 
And Mel, who names her kid Mel, who's 20 years from getting Social Security, he's only 10000 or, 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 or we'll give them all 18000 but um, if you retired at 62, you could stay retired. But Rob's going to have to work till 65, and Mel's going to have to work till 70 to get it. we got to figure something out, right? With what COVID has cost our nation financially, um, I've seen some of the numbers on the Social Security Fund depleting faster and faster, and it's really not a fund, and I get it. It's an obligation, though, and it's a cost. And other nations like Japan who have older populations who don't have the benefit of cheap labor coming in from Latin America. I love the cheap labor because it diversifies our workforce. And it it, it creates a tax base. Now, again, I'm not, that's a bold, wide statement. (laughs) So don't, Rob loves illegal immigrants. I'm not saying that. But you're going to have to secure your own future is the point of the segment. $18,168 is not enough for me to live off of. I don't feel. An ex-girlfriend contacted me this week, and she said, you know, I need some advice. I just started a IRA, an individual retirement account. And she's a photographer. She's very good at what she does. Um, and there's no bad blood. But... Interesting that her fiance couldn't give her this advice. Just saying. Yes, yes, I know I'm important. I'm kind of a big deal. I've got many leather bound books that smell of rich mahogany. Um, can you live off $18,168? She probably just turned 42, 43. And she's just starting her IRA. So she's starting it very, very late. Uh, her fiance is a gym rat. <laughs> He's into acro athletics, which is a thing that you can get a job for one summer on American Scott talent, <laughs> become super famous, and maybe get a job in Vegas. He was actually a, a Cirque du Soleil performer, which it's got to be wonderful dating an athlete of that caliber. But um, she's finally getting to it, so I gave her some advice, and you know, I said, here's five simple indexes you can get into. It'll diversify you more than enough. Or if you want to go with five to ten stocks, you could do that. I could show you some stocks that I would do. Um, but she should ha- she's going to do an IRA to start saving money to supplement her Social Security. Social Security plays a crucial role in keeping millions of seniors afloat, but it's not enough money to live off comfortably. Um, if you're living off nothing but Social Security, you're probably going to be in a trailer park and getting extra government benefits and supplements. And I'm not being mean when I say that, but you're going to be probably in Oklahoma. Your summers are going to probably be 120-degree summers in a tin can. And again, I'm not saying that's a bad thing. Everyone, but Or maybe you'll use part of your money and hit the lottery. Well, not likely. Maybe you've got a rich uncle. You better hope he loves you. And that he doesn't suddenly, in the last 10 days before he dies, fall in love with a nurse and sign everything over to her. Um, it's happened. One of uh, my spouse's friends, uh, super rich family, Woodside, California. Google it. It's got ranches. It's beautiful. It's, it's, it's lovely. It's very exclusive. They've got an equestrian club. 
do I, is that enough? Does that say enough? Um, what was the point there? Oh, I lost track. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, horsey face. Sarah Jessica Parker's on the show today. Um, no, no, no. So one of my, one of my son's friends, she uh, was counting on inheriting daddy's money. And she goes on super crazy vacations and her husband started an app and this app was going to help uh, doctors communicate with patients and it's going to tell patients, hey, it's diabetes day. That means you get your shots at 12 o'clock every day. Uh, what's your weight today, Rob? And the app was going to interact with you and put you in touch with nurses. And for seven years, I got to know this guy and he was like telling me all about his company and how many, they just hired some more nurses. And um, then I started smelling BS. You know why I smell BS is when people never talk about you. They just talk about themselves. That's typically a sign there's something wrong with this person. And I know you're saying this isn't the Rob Black in your psychology hour. Um, but it, what we learned, what I learned was, and I told this to my spouse, I said, they don't got money. I know they don't. And um, she's got on our mom's inheritance and her husband doesn't have a job because I, I kind of figured out... You know, the Apple Watch was coming out. Like, all these breakthroughs were happening while his app was still being developed. I'm like, oh, no. He's had, he's got an app pipe dream. And it never took off. And then the spouse, his wife comes to me at one point in time and starts asking me about bankruptcy laws and stuff like that. And uh, she's honest about it. She's scared out of her mind. Uh, they have two, sick, two, two young sons. Um, told me that he would, like, for, uh, PDF, what do you call it when you fix an image? Uh, doctor uh, his salaries and his taxes and give them to landlords, stay in a place for two or three years, not pay, get kicked out, and move on to the next one. You're like, really? Uh, they've both gone bankrupt. They're divorced now. And she's got nothing saved for retirement. And her dad, uh, she's living with her mom and her, her, mom and her two sons, and her, they're living with her mom in Arizona. From Woodside to Phoenix is a big step down, in my mind. Again, not being a snob. Um, she's doing what she has to. But she's pushing 50. She has nothing saved. Do you think she's going to be able to live off 18000 Oh, and her dad was wildly wealthy. But I learned through his time in history, he was kind of a scam artist, too. Um, he's the kind of guy that if bank account would say, hey, if you open up a bank account, we'll give you $500 kind of thing. And he would max that system to the, the best he could. Um, well, he remarried wrote her mother out of everything and basically gave everything to the new wife who generously gave, um, I'll just say her name's Kay, $5,000 when he died and nothing else. Hope she can live off $18,160 or hopefully she finds a spouse who uh, did a better job of saving and planning. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. Britney Spears, man, she's in some issues. Her lawyer basically said she's comatose, like she's not all there mentally. Um, He was saying she can't do some basic functions like sign an affidavit. Like, what's going on? What happened to Britney Spears? That's the documentary that I want to see on Netflix later this year. Um, later this year, it's already October. I was talking to my tax guy yesterday. And because I had to extend my taxes, uh, typically they're only extended to July, I think. But I got to extend all the way to like October 15, which is a beautiful thing. So I filed my taxes finally for last year. I paid more than $750. <laughs> Just so you know. 
Um, and that's my bumper sticker. If you want my Shark Tank idea for the day, it's uh, well, I actually have two, but I'm only going to tell you about one right now. It's a bumper sticker business that's well, don't keep don't, Joe Biden had a fly on his head last night. Not Joe Biden. Um, Mike Pence had a fly on his head. And before the debate was even over, Joe Biden's campaign was selling fly swatters. And they sold thousands of them. Isn't it great? <laughs> Talking about the 21st century, that's great. I know the Taliban are, like, mad at us for our uh, indecency and the way we treat the Middle East. But we can sell fly swatters the moment a debate ends, right? So anyway, AJR, that's the, one of their songs is Thank You for Coming to My Birthday Party. I went a long way to tell you that today is my birthday. And I just want to say a shout out to my mom. So. She did make love, sweet love to my father. Oh, thanks, mom. You know, my mom, when she was 18, thought she could get pregnant by sitting on toilet paper. Ask uh, toilet uh, seat. It's funny that I toilet first thing comes out of my mouth is paper, but toilet seat. My mom was from the deep south. A little bit naive. No. What else do we have out there? 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Um, Amazon's delayed their Prime Day from July to uh, next week. The downside on that is July kind of creates two holidays. There's the Black Friday, get it on Amazon thing, but or Cyber Monday. They had that, and they had uh, Prime Day in July. So they're not. They're really going to be pulling a lot of sales forward. I think from um, Christmas. So it's not two holidays. It's kind of one and a half. But that's coming. That's a big day for them. McDonald's, U.S. quarterly same-store sales rose by 4.6%. Fueled by the Travis Scott promotion. Ain't that something? Um, McDonald's was already in a pretty good place. Do you remember when they started adding kiosks? And this is, this is, this is how life works, people. Um, Democratic cities. Like San Francisco, say minimum wage should be fifteen dollars, and in five years it should be twenty dollars. Um, it should not be twelve dollars. It should every year it's going to march one dollar higher. And I get it. I don't like the idea of McDonald's providing a livable wage. I like it providing teenage wages so they can get movie tickets and clothes, maybe an iPhone. But that's not our society right now. That was our society twenty twenty five thirty years ago. Now it has to provide a livable wage. So when the Democrats cities in primary started raising the federal minimum wage, that put pressure on companies like McDonald's. You got to sell X amount of nuggets per hour kind of thing. And if people aren't coming into your store times two, your labor costs are going to go higher. And so what McDonald's started doing was kiosks. So they said, okay, people can order their own food. Touchscreen, not so good with COVID, but I get it. <laughs> you know, right? Um, labor cost. The biggest cost of business is always going to be labor. Um, there, you could probably prove me wrong on like some laser rocket companies, but McDonald's is a story. McDonald's global same store sales fell 2.2 percent in the third quarter, uh, but their U.S. same store sales turned positive. Now that's positive on a year-over-year basis. That's not bad. So it it tells you that it's recovered. 
from the pandemic drop in the United States, but it also tells you it's added to pre-pandemic numbers. It's a good story. It's not the greatest story. Now, here's the greatest story. Empty rental apartments in Manhattan are tripling, nearly hitting 16,000. Um, the rat-infested apartments of New York City. But the number of apartments for rent in Manhattan tripled in September. Vacancy rate in Manhattan, which is typically 2 to 3%, is now under 6%. Uh, median net effective rents fell by 11% to $3,036. Number of apartments for rent in Manhattan. It's not obviously a global story, but it shows you one of the most expensive rental markets in the United States is getting punished hard. <laughs>